Want to know more about cryptocurrency? Well, you're in the right place. This is Crypto Unplugged. A fact-based, straight-talk, and no-nonsense look into the world of cryptocurrency. We discuss trading strategies and market advice, review up-and-coming projects, and more. And we've got years of experience and knowledge that can help new and seasoned investors become more confident and comfortable navigating the cryptocurrency landscape. Now, let's get to the podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Crypto. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Crypto Unplugged. Doc here and Oz is with me. Oz, what's going on? Yeah, Doc, I'm good. Uh, how you been lately? What you been up to? Yeah, you know what it is, Oz? Just recently went back into the gym and stuff. And, you know, for the last three days, like, my body's all creaking and aching and all the muscle tears and stuff like that. Honestly, I feel like an old man. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's what happens when you uh, take, especially if you take a long time off the gym, yeah. to get back into it. Uh, I'll get over those pains again, but, you know, keep at it. And uh, it's always good to keep, you know, look after your health is the main thing, especially in this uh, crypto market where no one seems to know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the crazy thing, isn't it? And listeners, look, today's episode, we're going to give an update of what's been happening because in the last week, We've literally seen Bitcoin go from 20, 29,600 all the way down to its current state at the moment, which is, you know, just hovering above 25,800. Now, Oz, look, when it comes to this uh, crypto thing, because there's a lot of anticipation in the markets and stuff, a lot of expectation, but sometimes we, unexpected things do happen. And, um, you know, a lot of people do get demotivated in the markets. Now, me personally, for example, I'm actually quite happy. You know, when we talk about on the long run from my personal strategy, for my personal benefit, when we see, for example, like this, we just say, okay, the accumulation stage is going to go on a bit longer. But just give us your intakes related to what's been happening over the last uh, week or so. Yeah, so personally, I'm not too surprised by the drop that we had um, from 29,000 uh, all the way down to, what, 26, we're at 26,000 now. Yeah, I it did go lower because I, I my target initially was around twenty, uh, what was it twenty six eight hundred something like that, right? Twenty six eight, and uh, sorry, it was twenty eight three. Sorry, twenty eight three, and it went down all the way down to twenty five thousand. So it slightly changed my outlook of what I thought was happening. But in terms of the drop, I'm I still think you know it's it's, it's we're still in a a larger correct to, uh, wave two correction. And I will go a bit technical in this. So, you know, if it does go over your head, just uh, read the market report that'll come out later. Um, but what I have from this whole move up from November uh, 2022, so I see Bitcoin has made, you know, it's wave one and wave three, uh, sorry, wave one up basically to uh, 31, 32,000, right? So that was that, the big wave one from 15,000, you could say 15,500 in November 2022, all the way up to uh, that 30,000, 31,000 uh, in April 2023 was the wave one. So I think that's done now. So what we're in right now is this wave two correction. Now, this will be a bit, uh, might be a bit confusing because you can't actually see what I'm referring to, but Doc, if you if you want to stop me for any questions, and then uh, I can explain further. But let's let's yeah, just take worry. it just, from here. So. Yeah, 
it's just going and I will if for the benefit of the listeners if there's any things I'm going to note this thing down so we can just basically uh, clarify these but you did mention Oz that obviously that you're going to be publishing uh, an update so you'll see the visuals listeners if you refer to our markets unplugged yeah but go on Oz yeah so uh, if we take it back to November 2022 all the way to April 2023 we Bitcoin went from 15 16,000 to 30 odd thousand 31,000 for me, that was the wave one. Now, where the um, confusion lies is some people were looking at that 15,000 then to July 2023 when Bitcoin went to 32,000 as the wave one. So regardless of which one is the wave one, if it's if it's in April or July, I tend to now look, when you look at the market now, I tend to think, yes, it was back in April. And then what we had was the correction from 20 let's let's just say from 31000 all the way down to that 24000 see for me that is the first a wave so after you have a, a wave 1 which is normally five waves up you then have three waves down as a correction because uh, that's how the markets move they move five up three down five up three down and so on until you get you know uh, the trend reversal so what i think we're in right now we've had the five up you know, the five waves, waves up from 15,000 to 30, uh, 31,000. Now we've had the first wave down, which was from 31,000 in April, back down to, it was about 24, 25,000 in June, on the 14th of June. So that was the A wave of the wave down. Then what caught a lot of people off was that move from 24,000 to 31, 32,000 which broke the the um, you can say the april high for me that was that was done on low volume it was not you know if you look at it it wasn't much volume not much new buying so that was a that that is a corrective wave going up even though that might sound a bit uh, confusing but if you look at bitcoin back in the all time highs when bitcoin made that 69000 again that was fresh highs but that was done on really low volume and a corrective move and we had uh, then another correction. So now from July, that 32,000, we're currently down at about 25,000. Now, this is the C wave going down. So the A wave was from 31 to 24. The B wave was from 24 to 32. And now the C wave. So ABC makes the correction, um, you know, the, the, the corrective move now. We've had the five wave up. So one, two, three, four, five goes up to 30,000, 31,000. This ABC now we're currently in is the correct, uh, corrective phase. Now, where can this corrective phase go to? It could be finished. That's that's number one. You could say that move we had down, uh, it could be finished now at 25,000, could be the low. Or there is uh, something I am favoring, but we still have to see uh, how it works. The C wave normally goes below the A wave. So if we say the A wave was around 24,000, 24,000, this C wave coming down would have to be a bit lower than that. So we have targets at around 22,000, 23,000 that Bitcoin could go to before the third wave that we're all waiting for. And I think the third wave will come and it'll be very big. The third wave up um, is normally the most bullish wave and the most you know violent of waves uh, in terms of whichever way the price goes. We've had wave one. This is wave two now in terms of the correction. And three will be a big wave and it could get to 50,000, you know, 40, 50,000. 
So the, the odd, you have to understand in, in any wave terms, the odd numbers are always the impulse moves, the big moves, and the even numbers are the correction, corrective moves. So again, I think we're in wave two. I don't think it's finished yet. I know it's, it's taking its time. You know, you have to look at this 22, 23,000 area. Um, or, you know, there's many ways. I don't want to go into too much detail how, how the corrective waves, uh, you know, occur. And the and you sh- and if you're looking for the exact bottom as well, I think it's a wrong strategy. You know, 25,000 is a great area to accumulate, you know, this, this area we're in. If it goes down to 24 to 22, that's another great area. So personally, I am favoring maybe one more move down to 22, 23,000 before we start getting the, the move up. And because you can see Ethereum has already done that. Ethereum broke its, uh, I think it was the lows that it set back in um, June. So Ethereum actually broke down, broke the lows of, of June and it went a bit further down. So I think Bitcoin could be doing that as well. Maybe it's a bit behind. But like I said, overall, I'm, I'm still pretty bullish about the market. And I'll go into more detail about this with, with diagrams so you can see it exactly what I'm talking about in terms of the uh, of, of the wave structures and why I still think we're in the corrective phase of that wave two and in that C wave of that wave two coming down. So I know it might be a bit technical, a bit confusing without seeing actually what I'm talking about, but I, I don't think we're going to new lows. I don't think we're going to 10,000 or 12,000. You know, we just have to be patient in these times and, um, you know, carry on with the you know, accumulation. Yeah, Oz, you know, regarding the, this Elliott Wave theory, which is obviously has some, uh, you know, uh, validation in looking at the charts and stuff, okay? Now, just to clarify, you know, we're talking about five waves, yeah? And we're talking about what you mentioned here, um, the first wave, you know, from November 22 to April 23, okay? And um, that was a correction. And what we see right now uh, in terms of wave two, but just to clarify, I know you're going to mention this and look, uh, listeners, when we're talking about content, looking about technical uh, issues related to technical analysis and what it means for your investments as well, particularly when it comes to should you accumulate, because the question usually comes and you hear this all the time, you can say, okay, um, should I invest right now? And a lot of people will say, yeah, I think it may dip a, a bit lower. But within each wave, you're talking about A, B, C, yeah? and you know, put it in simple terms, like a baby and a breather wave at the moment, yeah. Um, and you're talking about impulse waves. So, just to summarize, I know we don't want to get too deep into this, but just you know, for illustration purposes, or just for anybody who's listening to make it a bit easier, okay. Each um, alphabetical wave, for lack of a better expression, within the numerical waves, okay. What does each alphabetical A, B, C mean in summary? Okay, so what you have first is the impulse waves, right? So the impulse waves go towards the direction of the trend. So if the trend is up, the impulse waves, meaning the strong waves, will be going up. If it's in a if it's in a downtrend, the strong waves will be going down. So that that so that's just the, about the impulse waves, right? So what I believe is since November twenty twenty two, we've had strong moves up. And the shorter moves, the corrective moves have been coming down before we reload and go back up. Now, after each of the five, after a five wave move up, uh, so in this case, right, the market can't go up forever. It can't just be a straight line up, right? It just doesn't work like that, right? People take profits uh, and, and so on. Uh, and, you know, people are shorting the market and, and all that things, sort of things happen. So in a, in a strong move up, the ABC, you have normally 
uh, a corrective pattern. So A would be the first move down. Okay. So people taking initial profits. Uh, the B wave would then go back up again. Sometimes it would go past the A wave uh, or high uh, and other times it wouldn't. So it's not, a, you can't say the, the B wave that goes back up. So in this case, uh, the B wave, which was from 40, the 14th of June, 2023, and it peaked at on the 13th of July, 2023 at 32,000. If you look at that, it went past the April high, which is the start of the A wave coming down. So the B wave actually surpassed the um, the high of of April. Now, you might think, you know, what are you talking about? A, B, what's all that rubbish? But what you can normally tell as well is the, the, the B wave is normally on less very low volume it's not a it's not a um uh, uh, it's not fresh buying in that sense people are not yeah, buying typical you know a typical retracement type of wave isn't it the b wave yes yeah the volume is and if you analyze the volume from uh, that that move from uh, 15th of june up until the 30th of july if you analyze if you look at even at like, the volume uh, stick uh, the volume uh, profile You'll see, so it was a lot, a lot less volume of buying, and you know there's a lot of divergence happening around that time. So it's probably people getting suckered in, retail getting suckered in, or it wasn't the big institutions or the big players actually buying, buying that yeah, more retail. And yeah. now, yeah, so I'll say more retail, but going in because they're probably thinking Bitcoin's getting, uh, you know, ETF is uh, being announced, and you know, news and all that stuff was happening around that time. So the big players were just watching, and and retail were just getting a bit excited. So now we've come another can you so this is if you look now from that time of the 13th of july uh down to where we are now we've had a move down so this is the c wave so the a wave was initially from the 15th of april down to the 14th of june initial profit taking okay then it was the b wave going up which is the the you can say the retail stepping in but no big buys actually coming in and now we have the final profit taking, you know, the C wave, which is going to be a, a, an impulse down. And normally it should go lower than the A wave, which is on the 13th of June. So you have the three wave correction. And if that proves to be right, it doesn't always have to go lower, but generally it does. Um, that would take Bitcoin to 22, 23,000. You know, there are rules where, you know, the, the C wave could come in many forms. It could come for, in, you know, for example, it could be a triangle. And if it's a triangle, it probably won't go lower. And there's certain, uh, other, other certain, uh, you know, rules to, to follow. Yeah, yeah. The, but the, the regardless whether it goes down or whether, you know, my initial bias was Bitcoin's coming down. Now, yeah. from here, you just have to have targets. You have different targets. So, you know, 20, uh, 28.3 was a target. 27,000 was a target. Uh, 25,000 was a target. And another target is 23, 22,000. So these are all targets you could be DCAing because nobody exactly knows where it's going to reverse straight. You know, there's targets and this is where you have to then accumulate. So the ABC is just the corrective phase. And after the ABC is finished and all the profit taking and selling is done, the big players in theory should step in and you should get that third wave going really high. So that's what I'm anticipating for the next, uh, you know, the next month, few months or so. Yeah, Oz, you know, just on that, okay? So, look, over this last week, yeah, are you talking about this alleyway theory and you're talking about um, A, B, and C within wave two, okay? And typically, you know, I know your views related to this and stuff like that, but sometimes 
um, you know, we're talking about influential factors as well. You don't believe that this recent week, you know, week was happened and we've seen it go from, you know, 20, 29 and a half down to 25, just above 25 and a half, that there are any macro factors that have influenced this or is more on a technical analysis basis? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Like, for example, uh, my, 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 uh, my reasoning was that Bitcoin was going to come down regardless. I always thought Bitcoin was going to come down. Um, so that was my technical bias. Now, how much it comes down, obviously there could be a, a lot of factors. Elon Musk was one, or SpaceX that, you know, they're selling their Bitcoin or they sold their Bitcoin. So that caused a bit more panic. Even if you go back to COVID times, the COVID crash, I don't think it would have gone that low if uh, COVID didn't. It was a normal basically. situation, yeah. Yeah, so... Obviously, news factors can push it down a bit lower than it than it should go, or then you know it would go in other way. You know, if Elon Musk didn't announce he was going to sell, or he sell, or, or whatever that fud news was, if it happened or if it was fake or not, you know, if that news didn't come out, maybe maybe Bitcoin would have gone down to twenty four, twenty four. Maybe it would have been at twenty seven, twenty six. You know, but the point is, just the Elliott wave. Don't think of Elliott wave as uh, you know the you know like cemented in stone. Yeah, so just think of it as showing you the direction. So, yeah. for for example, direction for me was coming down. I that was my bias. Uh, Bitcoin's not going to get over thirty two, thirty three thousand yet. Uh, it has to finish the, you know, it has to still come down, and that was my bias. I, and it did come down. Now, there were certain targets it met, and maybe it went down a bit further than I thought. But I still, I'm still in the same bias that this wave has to finish before where the, the big wave comes and yeah news can affect it and it can make it come down further or, or less or you know if we suddenly get i think in the next i think tomorrow is or the day after grayscaler uh um you know the the court um judgment's going to come through whether uh, you know there can be an etf or or, or whatnot and uh, i think the, the rumors are that grayscale are going to win the win the uh win over the sec now if that starts yeah. happening and you know, all of a sudden, the emotions do come in exactly. Yeah, and we could I mean, be. I'm still yeah. anticipating we're going to be in wave three, and that will just be an excuse. People will say, yeah. Oh, Grayscale won the case, that's why. But for me, the technical factors are C wave will finish soon, or it, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna finish maybe one more leg down, and then we're gonna go up again. And that's that's my the way Elliot Wave I look at it, I look at it as where are we, you know, what the trend is, where are, where are we gonna go. Um, and then I have other indicators and other factors that tell me price levels. So there, there's there's a lot of there's a lot to analysis. I don't just rely on Elliott Wave, but that shows me a kind of guideline of where price. Uh, will yeah, go. when you're talking about oh, direction, uh, Oz. Yeah, just sorry to cut you off there. Okay, I mean you're gonna give a good, good example of the ETF when it comes to the okay if the ETF does cut um, ETF ruling related to grayscale is favorable. Yeah. And, you know, um, a lot of people will come in, retail will come in on the basis of that, formal would set in, and market psychology would st- start stepping as well. But the inevitability of the Elliott wave going into this uh, uh, next, wave, next wave up um, is the most predominant factor. You're talking about directions. And this is similarly when the markets are coming on as well. Because, you know, historically, when we look at what's happened over the last 12 months or so, 12 to 18 months with the news related to Luna, and the FTX uh, news that we've heard about, you know, when we've all been with us, and a lot of us have lost our investments um, related to Luna and the FTX thing. But the point is that the market was still going on the downward trend anyway. So you're talking about anticipating that Bitcoin and your personal target going down to about 28. Okay, fair enough. 
the 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 wave is coming down. That's your uh your bias that you mentioned. Okay, certain other factors may have come in that have just pushed it a bit lower, but the the your bias was going down anyway, isn't it? Okay, yeah, but it's exactly. just exacerbated. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just the news yeah. just exacerbated a bit more. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is, and you know you can as long as you know the bias of what's uh, that's why I look at I look at more trend direction where where things could go. So for me. The trend is the big trend, if you like to think, is up from November 2022. So all these corrections that were coming down in, they're just for me, they're buying opportunities. And I'm, you know, the next wave that will come go up, you know, that wave three that's coming after this, after this uh, little wave of, you know, this uh, correction in wave two is done. You know, that's going to take us to, you know, it could take us past all time highs or even past 50,000. So, you know, that's my long-term view hasn't changed at all. I'm still bullish for the rest of the year. You know, I'm still uh, hold that opinion until obviously I, I see other things in the charts. But right now, uh, there's nothing for me to be overly concerned about. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was going to be my next question. Like your cha- views have changed or not. And you just clarified that now that you're still bullish to what's going to happen towards the end of the year, November, December with uh, Wave 3. But, you know, for me personally and listeners, it's important that you do your own research and you have your own strategy because, look, there's not financial advice again. What I was just talking about are his personal opinions related to his uh, analysis and what investment strategy he has may be different to yours. And he's not advising you to do this, nor am I. But the point is what I, from a personal perspective, is I would still be considering this to be major opportunities in order to accumulate also my favorite uh, or my you know tokens of choice uh, topping up because for example interesting ones that you see like GNMR like near an all time all time low at 19 cents okay and you've seen for example OP's pretty okay but another one would be ARB and some of your favorite picks Oz I mean if someone does have uh, USDT uh, and they've got an opportunity to invest then DCA in uh, wouldn't be a bad shout but again uh, do your own research and, you know, you have your own strategy. But from your personal perspective, Oz, so seeing something like GLMR, 19 cents is a bit juicy, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, if if this is a normal cycle and we do go uh, up until 2025, um, this is then like 2019. And if you accumulate in 2019 good projects, you're laughing, you know, in that sense. So, you know, even if it does come down a bit more or, you know, uh, things do come down or and we're still in this accumulation phase for another six months, let's just say, uh, if that's your opinion, then, yeah, you got uh, so much. you got pick the good projects and they're just going to do well. It's just how it, how it works. And if it is a shortened cycle and we get an all-time high, you know, end of the year or beginning of next year, then again, you'll still be laughing. So my point is you just have to be aware of, the projects that you're accumulating and make sure uh, you accumulate things that are fundamentally good. And, you know, we, we give our opinions and our, on our website where doc, we, doc does a lot of research on, on the, on the projects. And, uh, you know, if you, some of them take, if you like some of them read into them, do your research and, you know, it's, it's something that could, I think it could do really well for a number of people, but it's about patience. If you haven't got the patience, then crypto is not you're in the wrong field. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Oz, uh, any final thoughts on this before I ask you about something else? No, no, that's all. That's all. Uh, just a quick uh, update for, for our listeners uh, this week. Okay, so let me ask you something else now. So, Oz, what happened uh, on Saturday? 
What happened? I don't know. You tell me. You know. You know exactly what happened. You know, your team has been absolutely atrocious. You know that was. You know, honestly, after all of that, I hope two 0 against Spurs and and the first match against Wolves as well was Man United. I don't know what's going on. Nah, I think what it is with us, uh, our midfield, yeah. uh, is is is. is it seems know, like maybe, you're, you're missing Fred. I think uh, <laughs> I'm missing Fred. No, we're not missing Fred. But I, I, the problem is we had uh, Casemiro's being um, isolated by himself, and yeah. he's obviously he needs a bit of support. And the problem is as well. I think Casemiro has had a few too many Brazilian parties, uh, you know, on, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the off season. Yeah. I, I think we're either there's two options that I'm looking at United. Either we're not fit enough at the moment, or we're fatigued. Uh, yeah. I don't know which one it is, but uh, we do not look fitter than any of the teams we've played. We look laboured, slow, lethargic. And the problem is we need our, our strikers can't even hold up the ball properly. If they can't hold up the ball, what good is it? And uh, yeah, let's just let's just hope, uh, hope better performances come in the next few uh, few weeks, I think. Yeah, that's not hope. Uh, also, hopefully this is just continuing this. And you know, I was thinking about the other day, also, yeah? You know, just before we close off, you know, last the season before last, I was actually giving a hundred dollars away. <laughs> Every man United <laughs> lost, and I was thinking, looking back at that, right, looking at the markets right now, I think that is absolutely insane. You know, those days when you're giving a hundred dollars lost out of spite, Oz. Yeah, hopefully I know. Have those. Day- <laughs> hopefully, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Give- I'm glad. Huh? I'm glad it's hurting you right now. Uh, it's hurting me. Trust me, it's hurting me. I think it wasn't <laughs> worth it. But uh, there you go. Anyway. But Oz, uh, thanks a lot, yeah? And you've got to put out your um, market update later on, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah definitely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to yeah, put it up uh, later on tonight. Yeah. Okay, Oz, thanks a lot. And uh, listeners, thanks again for joining us for this uh, uh, market update. And hopefully, um, we'll see the markets um, go up very, very soon. In the meantime, do your own research, not a financial advice. DCA in if you have the uh, choice to do so. And see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Crypto Unplugged. We hope you learned something from this episode. For more information, check us out on Twitter at Crypto underscore Unplugged. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and review us. And thanks again for listening to Crypto Unplugged.